Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Hello and welcome to another episode of Drinking Bros College Hoops. I am your host, Rob Fox, and I am joined as always by co-host and producer, co-producer today, I guess, Dan Register. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us, Rob. Look at the production quality. Just We actually it. have somebody on the boards now. Yeah. Cameras Just my man, Coop. Going back and forth. Fan favorite, Coop, by the way. Great mustache. Yes. One of the best. Yeah, completely. All, all together. Just wonderful. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. I not wanted to, uh, well, I guess we're, gonna, we're not going to start with him, but Philadelphia took a hit today. Or took a hit this week. This weekend. This weekend. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But uh, to start out, the big, the big um, college basketball news, or, or uh, not news, but the big college basketball event of the past week or weekend was the uh, SEC Big 12 Challenge, in which the SEC won five to four, despite being definitely not better than the Big 12. Explain yourself. Uh, well, there are a lot of good matchups, I guess, for the SEC. Um, uh, Missouri got to... So are you telling me you're canceling out the Mississippi State-Kansas State win? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, it was A&M beat K-State. Oh, A&M beat K-State. Who yeah. Mississippi State beat? Uh, I'll have to double check. That's that. all good. Who cares? Doesn't it's, matter. It was, like it was not a good game. It was not like a game worth thinking about. And then Mizzou had to take TCU to overtime. Uh, so it was you know there were some good matchups for. Uh, for oh, I'm the, sorry, Iowa State. Yeah, the, of course. No one in the SEC who is as bad as K State and Iowa State had to play. Like Vanderbilt didn't play. Uh, but you know, there were some good wins too. Uh, we'll start with the, um, with the bad loss, though. Uh, not a terrible loss, but Oklahoma took down Bama, who everyone was riding high. I mean, Bama was kind of like the it team last week. Cause everyone was like, oh, my God, are they good at football and basketball? Without Reeves and Williams, too. This is a good two-sport school. Two of the best scorers. Not available for Oklahoma, still beat Alabama. That's pretty fucking wild. Now, also, three straight wins against the top ten teams. Yeah. In the country. Yeah. That's Oklahoma. That's why they kind of skyrocketed to nine. Which is wild because I don't think they're anywhere close. To it doesn't matter because country. we've talked about this. There's only two teams that matter. There are only two teams that matter. And you can rank anybody else <laughs> anywhere what you, you want. want. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Who fucking cares? The rest, of, the rest of the AP rankings are basically GME and AMC stock. You just put whatever value you want on them at this point. Mm, so... Gonzaga and Baylor are GME. Uh, Michigan uh, is kind of maybe like AMC. Everybody else is like, what, Nokia? I think Texas is, you could put Texas in the AMC T- yeah, so tier. Texas, Michigan, AMC. Yeah, ever than everyone else's. Topical is humor, Rob. Hey. hey. Yeah. Um, were, was OU missing those guys against Texas too? Uh, no. Texas, but they are in COVID They're still in COVID right now. Because yeah. Texas was shorthanded against Oklahoma mm-hmm. and Oklahoma, I think pulled out like a one or two point win at, um, at Texas. I actually bet that game really. Why late. do you have to poo poo this? They beat Kansas. They beat Texas. They beat I'm, Alabama. The Texas win deserves Just an asterisk. Give a little respect. Te- Texas to was missing two starters and their head coach. Like I'm going to give an asterisk to that win. It's still a good win. It's still a good win. And then, you know what? You can de asterisk it, I guess, because they made up for it by then winning a game without their own guys. Where does this put them in uh, Joe Lenardi's power rankings? Uh, little bracketology. Last I saw, Oklahoma's still a sixth seed as of January 29th. Which, by the way, Joe Lenardi teaches the class at Villanova on bracketology. That's rad. <laughs> what is it? Just like projecting things? It's just like, like a, the art of like projection. Like a statistic class? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like he just learns everything he can about, I, I don't know, whatever. I, that, that's the type of class that sounds rad. And then you Not get, as cool as you think. And yeah. then you get in there, and it's really fucking hard and really fucking boring, and it just sucks. Right? Like, you end up, like, it's a class you sign up for, and you're like, oh, this would be fun. I'm gonna, this is like an A for sure. And then the last week of school comes around, and you're, like, barely floating a B minus. Yeah, it probably sucks balls. Yeah. What are you talking about? See, it's probably hard as shit. I'm not a numbers guy, though. I went to school for film, so... No, yeah. Well, no. We are in the podcasting business. That means we're the exact we opposite are. of... You mean the, the safest job out there? Numbers right now. It's a safe job. Not, not 
really math savvy, though, I would say. But yeah. Oklahoma, they're hot. I would guess Lenardi probably bumps them up to like a four seed maybe at this point, but it doesn't matter because they have a lot more Big 12 play to drop all the way back down because the Big 12 is like the Big 10. It eats, it, it's, eats itself. It's a monster. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they got a Baylor game coming up, so. I mean, yeah, and obviously that's. And it'll, uh, that'll but shortly. the Big 12 did have two bad losses, which is essentially what swung this the other way. Uh, the SEC had one bad loss, you know, an upset. The, but the SEC pulled two upsets of their own. Tennessee, even though they were favored, so I guess it's not technically an upset, but I don't know. I still thought Kansas was going to win that game. And Tennessee didn't just win. They beat the fucking shit out of Kansas. Tennessee's weird to me, man. They're bizarre. Tennessee was scoring like 50 points a game over Both their last like four games. Tennessee and Florida have no read on whatsoever. You can't, no, there is no read on them. Especially Florida. Well, yeah. Well, Florida's what? A guy was in a fucking coma. Like, yeah, there's nothing you can do about Florida. Like in terms of that. But Tennessee beating Kansas. Just, as soon as I had faith in Kansas, I was like, fuck it. Like, yeah, man, Tennessee's weird to me. I don't trust them. Dude, you were riding hard last week for the Big 12. Kansas. I'm, you're just like, they're going to smoke the SEC. I thought they fucking were. Put all your money. You're, you're essentially, you're, you're a fake Reddit Wall Street bet. Yes. Bot. Yes. For sports gambling. Yes. Just giving them all the, the worst advice no, possible. I, well, no, because the bots are doing it on purpose to help hedge funds and stuff. I'm like what Wall Street bets was before more people got in there. Before all six million people. Yeah, when it was just like idiots giving terrible advice. Um, but yeah, man, I, that was shocking. Tech and tech covered, but they basically like backdoor covered. You know what I mean? Like they got some late cheap free throws to get a half point over the spread on LSU. And they should have fucking lost that game to LSU, by the way. LSU blew that game in the last like minute. So the Big 12 kind of didn't come out too hot, but I still think they're better. Florida winning at West Virginia. I just have no trust in any of these teams, which makes the gulf between Gonzaga and Baylor and everyone else that much bigger because no other team is consistent. Are you going with the hot hand theory when the tournament comes around? No, I'm just going with the best fucking team theory. Yeah. The, they're the two who, best. Who are your four? All right, so who, like, theoretically... We don't have the brackets in front of us, but who are your, who's your final four right now? If, uh, if it like yeah, kind yeah, of like all just, panned yeah, out. Because obviously we don't know the, yeah. the brackets. Um, obviously, Baylor and Gonzaga. Yep. Uh, I love Texas. I think Texas is, is the surest bet for the final four outside of those two. Yeah, but I think, I weirdly think Texas is going to be like a two seed and they're going to end up. Either, well, they're not going to be a one seed. Yeah, but they're going to end up in like Baylor, Gonzaga's. So, bracket. Lenardi right now has them in Gonzaga's bracket, which... Which, yeah, which, they're not getting through By Gonzaga. the way, that is really fucking mean to Gonzaga. That might be the toughest two seed. Look at these other two seeds that Lenardi has right now. And tell me that Gonzaga, in his bracket, didn't draw the toughest two seed so far. The other two seeds are Baylor gets Iowa, who I will talk about in a minute. Fucking Nova gets Houston. Yeah. That's bullshit. Give me Nova to the Final Four then. Yeah, and Michigan gets Bama. Now again, Bama's not going to be a two seed after this weekend in Lenardi's projection. But even there, right fucking there. That is, that, like, Gonzaga's getting fucked on that two seed. Actually, listen to just <sighs> what Lenardi, listen, listen to the whole fucking bracket Lenardi gave Gonzaga on uh, January 29th. It is brutal. And I was going to tell Ross this because we were talking about Ohio State's draw. Gonzaga gets... Gonzaga's five seed is Texas Tech, and their four seed is Florida State. Florida State, I think they wouldn't have a problem with. Fuck having Tech as a five seed playing in the, uh, in the uh, Sweet 16. Fuck it. That fucking sucks. That is a shitty draw. Then, they'd either get Ohio State or Texas, probably. They're going to make Gonzaga earn their blue blood. Oh, my God. Yeah. Little, little chip. Yeah, they're going to make them run through hell for Mark Few's first it's, title. It's by far the hardest fucking bracket. It doesn't uh, matter, though. They're, they'll smoke everybody. They're, yeah, yeah, they're, I they're mean, look, so far above everybody and, else. And that's not the bracket yet. But yeah, man, te- back to the main thing. Texas is the only other school. Like, Michigan's pretty good. I need to watch Michigan more. But Texas, I love their guards. They're old. Like, it's a, it's a, a veteran team. And I know you kind of like to shit on Shaka, but like. Well, dude, he has hardcore been, COVID right now. He's been to a Final Four, so. He, no, he has like back together. super severe symptoms of COVID, though. 
No, he's back with the team. Yeah, but he said he like, oh. had a really rough time with COVID. Well, whatever. I don't know. He could come back a different guy. You don't he, know. Could, <laughs> he could have the, like, Finney, the Phineas Gage shit that you get with COVID, that some people get with COVID, where it like, fuck, changes your personality. He's just a completely like different bat, person now. The bat germs got in their brain, and now he's just Do like, you think he shaved his head? He should have. He shouldn't, no. You think you should keep it? Shaka with hair. Yeah, no, you can't. Shaka with hair is a successful coach. Yeah, in his Texas. scalp has a playoff beard. Yeah, essentially. Uh, but yeah, it's like when Lovey Smith shaved his beard, he lost all the magic. That's true. You want to get into your guy here, John Cheney? Yeah. R.I.P. To one of the best. Let's tell John Cheney. Uh, honestly, to be, I mean, to be fair, one of the most mediocre coaches of all time. But yeah, what was Temple before he was there? Did they do anything? Nothing. Literally yeah. nothing. Yeah. No. So I mean, he did. I mean, you know. Six uh, A-10 tournament titles, eight A-10 regular eight? season titles. Oh, well, don't steal my thunder. Okay. Eight A-10 regular season titles, six tournament titles. But best known in two, for his uh, antics in 2005 for sending in the goons. Do you recall this? Vaguely, yeah. It was something that, like, back then I was probably like, oh, yeah, whatever. Like, SportsCenter was getting all mad about it. But it's actually pretty fucked up. <laughs> I didn't think it was fucked. I, I, like, it's something I think of more fu- as way more fucked up now. Because I'm 34 years old, and I'm like, oh, he sent kids to do that, eh. essentially. You know what I mean? Like, eh. it's one thing when, like, 2005, I was in college. So just my peers, kind of. You know what I mean? People my age. I mean, yeah. Yes and no. You know, it's a North Philly brute. Yeah. He just sends into fucking... It's an old man sending a kid to go hurt other kids. <laughs> You gotta send a message. Unpaid Rob. other kids. These kids. These players even have health insurance. Sometimes you have to send a message. Uh, yeah, he, and he did. You know, he there's a lot story. of missed calls against St. Joe's and Phil Martelli's group. And look, I will. I will get into this in a minute. I understand the fucking rage stroke you want to have when the when college refs, because they're awful in basketball, are just fucking your team relentlessly. But. You know, I don't know. Maybe don't send a kid to go. So yeah, break bones. He well, did he intend him for him to uh you know break this kid's fucking was it collarbone arm I think his arm or his collarbone? Yep. No, but uh yeah, John Bryant of Sancho suffered a fractured arm in 2005 as a result of an intentional foul. Pretty intentional foul. Following the incident, uh, John Cheney, being a stand-up man that he is, suspended himself one game. He was like, hey, you know what? One game. I didn't mean to break that kid's arm. I just meant to cause him severe pain. The university followed up and suspended him for the rest of the regular season. Bill Cosby was having none of it. No. That's, so that's, it's kind of funny though, right? The, the two biggest names in Temple, like probably the school itself, John Cheney. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Yeah. Well, Cheney's did something shitty. Cosby's just evil. Cosby is very evil. Yeah, they're the different. Like Cheney. But you, do you remember when they used to run out Bill Cosby for like all of the selection shows? Can I? I mean, let's be to honest. announce Temple let's, as a twelve seed. Yeah, let, let's be honest here. John Cheney probably used Bill Cosby to recruit, right? All the time. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Like Cosby was calling up. I'm not gonna like do a Cosby impression, but Cosby was calling him up. Like, come on, come on, come out to Temple. You love it. I'm a doctor. They made me a doctor. Which is why he was writing so many women prescriptions. Do you think he was doing his stand-up bits to the kids, the recruits? Talking about pudding pops? Pudding pop. No, what is it? Chocolate cake or something like that? It's, I don't know. I don't care. Bill no Cosby, I didn't have a problem with Bill Cosby funny. Bill Cosby was like dad humor for dads that sucked. I never found. Like, I'm not like retconning my take on <laughs> Bill Cosby because he like raped women. I never thought Bill Cosby was funny. I didn't like Bill Cosby before it was cool to dislike Bill Cosby. Yeah. He was just one of those guys. Bill Cosby, watching Bill Cosby stand up is, I guess, like watching like, uh, like George Mikan play basketball. Where you're like, yeah, I guess that guy was revolutionary, but uh, he looks like a fucking tree. And not because not he's tall, but because he's tall and slow and crooked. And he would get fucking murdered in the WNBA if he played today, let alone the NBA. Yeah, but just to kind of bring it back to John Cheney, suspend, he's suspended for the rest of 2005. Um, after almost, obviously, even in the postgame, he tried to fight Phil Martelli, which he was al- sick. He also tried to fight John Calipari in a postgame press conference once. It's kind of, you know, his thing. I think, do you think he hated Italians? 
He might have. <laughs> is that what it is? Honestly, you live in Philly long enough, and you're not Italian, you probably grow to hate Italians. Right. He's like, I'm tired of Jay Wright getting all these fucking <laughs> white shooters. These fucking Goombas. <laughs> you can be racist against the Italians. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Their, their time has passed. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, you know, he's an influential name and uh p huge guy and by the way we're the talking p5 of philadelphia mm-hmm. the the big five whatever you want to call it um yeah it was saint joe's it was temple nova, nova. what were the other ones drexel oh yeah and um why am i blanking on the last one that you're from philly <sighs> big five basketball there's one more oh well Continue. We'll figure it out. Uh, but by, by the way, though, we're we're just telling this Cheney story. Even it makes him sound shitty, but it's just like a funny thing, and we're not here to be serious. Cheney was a legitimately great coach. Oh, Penn. Duh. Oh, really, Penn? Yeah, All yeah. right. Um, Cheney was a legitimately great coach, and like really beloved by his players. Like, I guess the worst thing you could say about him is he was kind of like Bob Knight light. Really, and you have LaSalle too, so you could say Big Six. And whatever. I don't know. Who whatever. cares? But yeah, Cheney's legit. Rest in peace. To a legend, to a Philly legend, to a college basketball legend. Very fitting for North Philly. Yeah. Well, you want that, when you're in the East Coast like that, you want that, like, tough fucking asshole, like, kind of guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you, what do you, what do you keep doing this I for? I sneeze. Trying to fight it off. I didn't want to sneeze into the You know, mic. I'm worried about you, Rob. Why is that? You know, during our, our pregame show, even before we start recording Drinking Bros and everything, you just seem to, like, breathe heavy, and uh, you're not doing anything. There's no physical activity going on. You're just typing. It's the COVID. It's the I, COVID. My lung capacity is down anymore. to zero. Went running the other day. I'm fully out. recovered. No, I'm fine. <laughs> I just sometimes forget to breathe when I get excited or concentrate a lot. You just forget to breathe? How? Don't worry about it. Okay. That's, that's my problem. Okay. You live in this body? I no, live in this body. No, no, no. You let me worry about it. We'll, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, but yeah. So... This right here, this is a little bullet point you wrote down. Is Virginia elite? Yes. They are absolutely blasting ACC teams. But they're hitting their stride. They haven't beaten a team ranked above 30th in Ken Palm. They lost to Virginia Tech. It's hard to do in the ACC. Yeah, they lost. But the thing is, though, when they are winning, they're they're fucking murdering people. Like, they... Ah, fuck, I gotta find this. Um... First off, Virginia is ranked ninth in Ken Palm. They beat Syracuse by almost 30. They barely beat Georgia Tech, but Georgia Tech's been kind of a bitch. Uh, they beat Clemson by uh, 35. They definitely weren't a bitch today because they got smoked by Louisville. No, it was close, I thought. No, no, sure wasn't. It was 69 to 66. Oh, I'm sorry, 74 to 58. Yeah. I'm an idiot. That was the projected score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, didn't you bet tech, too? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was cool. It happens. Good way to start a Monday. You know, it's a good, yeah, good way to start the Monday. But is Virginia, can Virginia jump up into that second tier? And the reason I ask is because they have an advantage that a lot of other second-tier teams don't have in that, A, their coach is elite, right? Like, it's not like a team, it's not like Shaka at Texas. Like, they have an elite coach. Tony Bennett is top five right wouldn't you say mm-hmm. and well how many fucking coaches actually have a title right that are still coaching well, and here's the other thing too their style of play they're kind of like in the tournament even though they lost uh as a as a one seed they might be kind of like a new syracuse where if you don't see that style of play all the time don't, it just God, fucks God, with you don't 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 compare them to the the zone to the two three zone to, to the fucking syracuse zone i'm just saying though when you catch a weird style like that in the tournament, it fucks, it fucks with you a little bit. Yeah. I mean, you, pretty much if, you're, if conditions aren't perfect for a college basketball player, they will fuck up. Yeah. If anything's even like slightly off. Yeah, well, especially the younger they are, too. So say this. There's a good chance Virginia is elite, as in makes the Elite Eight, if they catch a good draw. You know what I mean? Like if... Say Michigan's their one seed, and you know whatever the fuck else they just catch a lot of young teams or something like that. It's sure. The thing is though, with college basketball this year, it's just really hard to get excited for any team that's not Gonzaga or Baylor. At this point, I mean, I can say I you know this is something I could and should save. I guess for the actual like tournament, 
uh, show, pre-tournament show. Like, I don't care. But, like, These teams all I want is... are so wildly mediocre. All I want is Gonzaga-Baylor. They need to any, reschedule, too. Any other championship They're talking... They're potentially talking about... Uh, there's a little window of opportunity. Good. They fucking should. That they could play. Any other championship game is a waste of fucking time. I think it requires Baylor to cancel a TCU game, but they can do that. Oh, fuck no. It. Fuck it. Agreed, fuck TCU. <laughs> yeah. Like, who, who gives a fucking shit? Uh, I think Virginia is a good Elite Eight candidate. Getting in is like, uh, let's see what Lenardi had them at last. Um, so right now, Virginia is a three seed projected in Lenardi's uh, shit, but I think that was before they lost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Uh, it was before they also lost mention, to, Vir- to Virginia Tech. Also, want to mention I uh, gave Boise State a shout out last week, and they immediately lost to Colorado State. So, uh, thank you, Broncos. Yep. Thanks for making me look good. Yep, yep, yep. Moving on to thirteen and two, but they got redemption because they did a little back to back with Colorado State. Yeah, it's like a weird thing that's happening this year. A lot of teams, a lot just of play teams twice are going, in a row just to get. It's it. kind of like the NBA. I think it's going. They're they doing back to back. Same they're playing hockey like series. Is, yeah. yeah, I kind of like it. Just, I think everybody the, should adopt the, the NBA model. should be a lot. What, the reason that baseball regular season is more entertaining than NBA or NHL regular season is because they play series, right? So you have like miniature series to win. It's not just like a regular one game dump off next game. You know what I mean? Like you play all at once. It's more interesting in my opinion. Sometimes you got dump off. Sometimes you got dump off. But yeah, Virginia's probably going to drop to a, you would guess, a four seed or maybe a three seed in a worse bracket. Um, but yeah, man, like if Virginia throw, uh, uh, floats between three and five, which they probably will, I guess they could get a two if they win the ACC, right? Yeah, easily. Uh, I like them. I kind of like Virginia's chances at, at an Elite Eight this Although year. they are the highest ACC team right now in the AP at 14. Yeah. Which is... Tells you everything you need to know about the ACC this year. I still like weird styles in the tournament. I think that. So why do you hate Iowa? Because Iowa doesn't have any fucking style. All right, they have all the style in the world, Rob. Iowa scoring fucking points looked so fucking bad against Illinois. Now, granted, I will say this: they were missing C.J. Frederick, who's their best three-point shooter. He averages about nine points a game. I don't care. I watched that whole game. Almost every time Iowa came down the floor, there was no plan. Oh, no. They lost to a top 12 team. They looked like fucking shit. It's one thing to lose to a top 12 team. There was no plan. Every time. They were just dribbling around. If Garza wasn't there, because Garza was like, uh, had a little bit of foul trouble, they don't have a backup plan. They don't have a backup plan. And, and even when he was on the court, these dudes, these, their other guards, like their point guard, like Frederick's not a point guard, they just didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to do. It is concerning. The last two games, they've scored less than 80 points. If they don't score 80 points, they probably don't fucking win. They don't play defense. I like, that. I like that style, though. It's like straight up out of pickup basketball. I don't play defense, but if I score more points than you, I did my job. I'm telling you, if you need an early round exit, based uh, early round upset exit, based on what I fucking saw, Dude, fuck that. No, I'm, I'm riding fucking Garza to at least the Elite Eight. No, they're they're. He's going off. He'll, the, he'll put up like 40 ceiling. points a game. I tweeted, I tweeted this when I was watching the game. Iowa's ceiling is the Sweet 16. They are not making it past the Sweet 16. Yeah, sure. They are going to get their shit pushed in. Put your name to it. I, my right name here. is Rob. Yeah. They're not making it past the Sweet 16. I, there's no fucking way, unless they get the fucking softest draw that I've ever seen, are they making it past the Sweet 16. Okay. Okay. That's the only fucking way is if they get a soft draw or like they get upsets, uh, you know, on in their bracket so that they like end up playing like a fucking twelve seed in the second round type of they're you know in the Sweet Sixteen like that type of shit. They they're not their guard play is awful. I don't care how good Garza is. Okay, uh, I'm gonna shout out Drake this week. Sixteen and zero, finally in top twenty five. Uh, I believe there's three undefeated teams left. Missouri Valley, and they're one of them. Yeah. Yep. Missouri, they got to look out, though, because Loyola Chicago is not fucking around. I'm kind of hoping that uh, I just have a trend every week where every team I shout out immediately Gets loses. Shit. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you have against Drake? You're on man? upset alert, Drake. Bulldogs. Yeah. Let's go. But yeah, uh, Missouri Valley, low-key, really good conference. Yeah. 
Like they're fun. I mean, you're not gonna actually watch the games, but I'd watch Loyola play Drake. Eh, no, I'm probably, I'm probably not gonna watch that the, game. The problem is though, you watch those games, and then like, at least for me, like, I'll watch like a Loyola Chicago Drake game, and I'll be like, oh, I watched a Loyola Chicago Drake game. I'm the only fucking person who's ever watched that this year. I know stuff now. And I know it won't stuff matter. other people don't. The the fucking chick no. in your office who uh, just picks off mascots still gonna do better than you. Yeah. So. No. And then I'll, then I'll think I have like inside info, and I'll like and I like know more, but and I it don't. Never works out that well. The, nope. Here's the thing, right? This is what I've realized with uh, my brackets over the years. The more college basketball I watch and the more I'm like knowledgeable yep. about the sport, the worse I do. Yeah. So my, just, just ride with us. Listen to the podcast. You don't actually have to watch these don't games. Wa- don't watch. We'll we, watch the games yeah. for you. We encourage you not to watch college basketball on this college basketball podcast. Because nobody wants to watch college basketball. It's, uh, it's an awful product. No, we it's wonderful. It's, it's a, the best. It's a terribly awful product. It, it has the best regular season. Of the six major sports in North America, by far. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll watch the games for you. And if you do want to watch these games, what should they do, Rob? I'll tell you what they should do. They should get on DraftKings. That's called a setup. Yeah. You're welcome, Rob. Thank you. Because here's the thing. God damn, I'm good at that. Here's the thing about DraftKings. If you're going to gamble or you're going to mess around with sports at all, DraftKings is the way. Now, we're talking about college basketball. But you shouldn't watch college basketball this weekend, or at least on Sunday, because there's something bigger, something cooler than any regular season college basketball game. What is that, Rob? Uh, the 55th Super Bowl is this weekend. 55. And this game, uh, a game this big, deserves a big prize, not just some trophy. And DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of Super Bowl 55, has up to $55 million in total prizes up for grabs with their Super Bowl prediction pool. How is that for that big? Sounds, that pretty big? Sounds pretty fucking big, I think bro. it's pretty fucking big. All you have to do to get your share of these huge prizes is enter DraftKings' free Super Bowl prediction challenge. Once you submit your picks, um, you'll get a free instant prize up to $25,000. So they're just giving away fucking everything. They're just dumping cash. Just to go back to the Walmart, uh, the, Walmart the, uh, the stock market analogy, things are just wild. There's just money out for the... We're, we're just living in a, that telephone booth where you grab Unprecedented yeah. times, that's, how, that's what DraftKings is right now. And if you have the most predictions correct, you could win the top prize of $1 million. Uh, download the app now. The app is actually... Uh, I, love, I really do enjoy the app. It's like very great UX, great u- very user-friendly, uh, nice and clean. I, I like gambling on the... On the um, on the DraftKings app. So yeah, download the app now, enter the free prediction challenge, answer questions like who will score last, and boom, get ready to make it rain. Uh, DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its players since 2012. That's $1 for every person on Earth, Dan. If every person on Earth gave me $1. Wouldn't that be nice? Be fantastic, yeah. yeah. They paid out over $7 billion since 2012, so they know a thing or two about big paydays. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code BROS, uh, B-R-O-S, to enter the $55 million Super Bowl Prediction Challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing. So use promo code BROS now and enter the $55 million Super Bowl Challenge only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. Terms, conditions, and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for, for details. Details. For details. Yeah. Details? Details? Details if you're sophisticated. If you're an asshole, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Look at us. Look at us. Having a sponsor. Having us. Well, we're just fancy like that. Who you got this weekend? For the Super Bowl? Yeah. Chiefs. Yeah, probably. Covering. Easy. Chiefs covering. That's a double-digit win. It's going to be, yeah. and this, this, this matchup is so awesome that of course it's going to disappoint. Like just massive blowout. Yeah. Brady versus Mahomes. Oh my God. Yeah. I wonder what Mahomes MVP pays out. If it's just easier. Do you just go Mahomes MVP instead of Chiefs win? I mean, he won the MVP last year and didn't, wasn't really that great. No. What do you like? There's one prop I saw. Uh, Mahomes rushing yards, 19 and a half. So Brady's over-under was uh, half, half a yard. Love that over. 
Love that over? If they lose. Yes, because if he wins, If they he's win, kneeling. he takes a few knees, it's, you're, you're fucked. fucked. Yeah. But uh, him having one rush for a yard, yeah, love that. Yeah, he, he does a little, little QB Brady. snake. There's no one better. He ma- he's mastered that, yeah. yeah. He's had that mastered for like 15 years. Uh, let's get into some under porn really quick. This porn is actually, this under porn is actually too graphic to describe. Um, I mean, this is like, like ruined holes. This is the whole porn. game. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is the whole game. This is the type of thing where you watch it, like your friend sends it to you type of porn. Like, dude, this is, f- this is fucking hilarious. And then like you watch it and you like don't want to hang out with your friend anymore. Do you think like he has problems? Like that he's fucked up? Like it's not like porn porn. It's like torture porn. It's like, what's that? Like pain Olympics. <laughs> like, like, I don't, you can't, I don't even know if you can I think clap. I'd rather cut off my penis and watch this yeah. Michigan State Rutgers game, yes. Michigan State was playing Rutgers, which in and of itself is gross. Yeah, I've been on the wrong side of this so many times. Too. Yeah. And ever since we buried Rutgers, you know what? They've won three straight games. Yeah, so. Uh, fuck us. Yeah, fuck, we're, we're real smart. It just fade us. We know everything about everything. Um, first off, that was happening, that Rutgers was in the game at all. Secondly, Michigan State, for an entire 40 minutes of basketball, scored 37 points. Was Michigan State's CYO team? Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what happened. I didn't, I, I, normally, what, we, what do we do? We look up the play-by-play play by play to read. Yeah. Well, they could, scored 17 points in the second half. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't do it. You can't, it's too long. No. It's, <laughs> it was just... And how many of those points were in like the last five minutes? When, I mean, Rutgers, right, won, Rutgers fu- won 67 to 37, so it's like... Yeah, how many were like complete fucking garbage? <laughs> they, they scored all 17 points in like the last five minutes of the game. It, it is... By the way, if you want to hear something truly... This is how bad Michigan State sports has been this year. Just how like brutal... If and you know what's kind of like probably right, yeah. Like in the in the the karma of the universe, Michigan State should suck at sports for the, at least the next ten years. For the Larry Nasser, yeah, yeah, a lot of different, a lot of shitty shit going on with Izzo, with fucking what Dantone. Mm-hmm. Fun fun fact about Michigan State sports this year versus Rutgers. Rutgers football team outscored Michigan State's basketball team. Against Michigan State, yeah, Rutgers beat Michigan State in football thirty-eight to twenty-seven. So Rutgers football outscored Michigan State basketball this year in head-to-head matchups. Uh, not ideal. Not ideal. I I did want to look this up just to see, and unfortunately, um, it, it's actually funnier that Rutgers ended up outscoring Michigan State in both football and basketball, but uh. Michigan State football, I, I had assumed, scored like 38 against somebody, but they didn't. Uh, no, they're really bad. Yeah, they're really bad, too. Real bad. Um, so, yeah, man. They did let up a lot of points several times, um, but fuck, dude. It, God, Michigan, this, is, this is about as low as Michigan State's ever been. Yeah, Mel Tucker. <laughs> it's not. Knocking it down. It's not good. Like they, they were having better years when their coach was literally dying on the sidelines. Do you think it's you think Izzo's gonna hang it up soon? Uh no. He's not gonna really go out like this. And also they were really fucking good last Dude, year. Dude, he's got so much money from those ladder commercials. He also honestly could have been robbed of a final four last year. They had a good ass team last year. No, no, no. So that's what you do, right? You don't say you're robbed, you just claim that title. Yes. Be like, no, we're twenty twenty national yeah. champs. Yeah, I agree with that. We're final four. We at least made the final mm-hmm. four. I agree with that. They just run the simulation, and whatever happens there, hang those banners. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that's fine. Hire mm-hmm. your own school scientists to do it. Just, like, pay the math department. Right. Like, no, it's objective. We're a university. They're nerds. They don't care. I mean, if you're paying search firms hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> right. to find, like, an AD a or a coach, yeah. like, you might as well do it for your, uh, a banner. Yeah, why not? A banner gets you better coaches anyway. Yeah. Uh, let's get into... Take it from me, a guy who went to a school who claims a fake natty. Yes. I think Holy Matrix is still in the... Still in the rule. Or the, I kind of uh, think you think... The record that. book. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's fair. Uh, speaking of Michigan State, we have our weekly Hauser Brother Power Rankings. We, we should probably just... This might be the last segment for the Hauser Brothers. 
because I think it's too far gone. Because Joey's done. Joey's done. Joey is Joey, who plays for Michigan State. Eight point five points, two losses. Now, yeah. sorry, Joey, you're done. Joey is in, comes in second again because uglier brother. The uglier brother. Yes, he's sucks he's at basketball. Not his whole team. He's the whole team sucks. He's not Sam. He'll never be Sam. Yeah. Although to be fair, and I, no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this. I am putting the kibosh on this segment. Sam Hauser is officially number one Hauser brother. And we're officially officially he's done. Uh, it's over. On. The race is done. We're moving on. I do want to. There is one thing the statistics maybe don't tell you. Oh yeah, Joey's uh doing about dirty Joey. Work. Well, Sam averaged twenty one points uh, against Syracuse and Vatek. Yeah. Uh no 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 or no nothing. no Joey I... Joey gets killed. Joey's killed. Yeah. Uh yeah. Sam Hauser had twenty one points against Q's. Uh, sorry, 10... ten points against Virginia Tech, but. But when when your brother plays for Michigan State, going one and one is basically like you're Gonzaga, like you're you're an insurmountable power. Dude, Sam's just hotter. Say and and it's most importantly, team. yeah, Sam is way more sexually attractive. Like Sam is hotter in all aspects. So why wouldn't you want to watch him over over Joey? Better looking, better playing, better team, better team. Yeah, I think I'm ready to end this segment. Okay, so that is the last Hauser Brothers power ranking. <laughs> Sam Hauser is the Hauser Brother of the Year. Wow. Wow. What a guy. What a guy. Congrats. Congrats to Sam Hauser. Biggest award of we'll, his young life. We're going to send you your trophy. Uh, just send us your address. I'm sure we'll also make it. Yeah. yeah He's well, got a guy. Hauser Brother of the Year. Sam Hauser. Hotter. More talented. Joey's on his way to a real estate career. Well, he might be working for somebody. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, we got some betting picks this week if you want to get into it. Sure. OU Tech, OU plus seven and a half. Ooh, what? Yeah. The fuck? Really? Yeah. Okay, well, Tech doesn't beat anybody by more than... Unless you suck, yeah. Yeah, no, give me OU. Ken Palm has it at like three. So this is a four and a half, something like a four and a half point difference. I guess because their guys are in COVID protocol. Yeah. But I mean, again, they just beat Alabama without. And Tech plays so slow that you, they really have to like strangle you to death to mm. win by. And Oklahoma, I mean, they did lose the Tech before. So a little hard to beat the same team twice. Hard to beat the same team twice. But also I just, yeah, I like Oklahoma. I don't know. First game they lost by two. at Oklahoma. At Norman. Yeah. Yeah. No, give me Oklahoma. Give me Oklahoma. I mean, they're, they're so hot right now. You're going to take the money line? I'll probably, I'll, I'll take the points. Yeah, I think take the points. I don't know if they're going to win the game. Maybe sprinkle that money line? Yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to win the game, but I, I do like the points quite On DraftKings, of course. Obviously on DraftKings. Where the fuck else would we do it? Absolutely nowhere. No. Uh, Baylor at Texas. Baylor minus five. Baylor all day. I love that because Baylor all day. Texas is back to full strength. They got Ramey and Jericho Sims back and Shaka Smart back. But those guys haven't played in like a week and a half and Shaka hasn't coached in a week and a half. It's and our theory that everybody coming back from COVID is out of sorts. Yeah. It's going to be kind of, it's going to take a few weeks for them to get back, no, back to normal. I think, yeah, I don't know if it'll take them a few weeks, but I don't think they're going to be right. And you don't want to be, you don't want to be. With or without COVID, there's going to be no Texas fans. Yeah, right. Yeah, you don't want you don't want to feel like just okay against Baylor because Baylor will wreck your shit. Right, right. Uh, then we got USC Stanford. USC minus one, like USC there. Yeah, I like USC is feisty. I, I, uh, I think Lenardi had them as like a six seed in the Gonzaga Texas bracket. And I mean, Mobley's working his way to be like a top. Two pick in the NBA draft. Yeah, up. so that's, USC is is a feisty team. There's so many different guys. I mean, Zaire Williams too. I think is out for Stanford. So for the yeah. foreseeable future. So yeah, I love USC here. Yeah, I, I honestly like USC is is a legitimate potential. Uh, they're like a dark horse second weekend team. They're a dark horse Sweet Sixteen team. I think uh, they're feisty. I like them a lot. I, I and and Stanford's pretty. How whatever. many USC games have you watched? Like two, 
Honestly, I catch a lot of Pac-12 games just because I'm up fucking late on the weekend. Pac-12 after dark. Yeah, baby. It's not just football. Uh, SMU at Tulsa. SMU is a one-point favorite. SMU needs this win. Like, Tulsa's an okay win, especially on the road. And they, if the, if the AAC wants to get more than one bid, I think SMU might be their best two shots. Tulsa's fucking, they're good. Tulsa's a really, like. They're sneaky, I know. Frisky team. But they're also 88th in Ken Palm. And, uh, yeah, I like SMU. I, 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 and, and I just, because it's a road game, the points are closer than it should be. Weird shit happens in Tulsa. Weird shit does happen in Tulsa, but SMU needs to win more. Tulsa's not making the tournament. No. No, actually, Tulsa's on a bit of a slide. Yeah. SMU can get a bid. Right? Two of their four losses are to fucking Houston. Like, they can, if they... Yeah, and they just came off a loss to Memphis. Which redeem, is redeem that on the road too. Beat Memphis. Yeah, that that also went to like last second. Memphis didn't get the shot up in time. Yeah. No, so I, they split with Memphis one and one. I I don't know. I, the I American like, kind of sucks, other than Houston. I like SMU's thirst though. Uh, they need it. They need it. They need the win. Tulsa will you know, not like Tulsa. You don't like Wichita State to get a bid for that conference. Uh, Probably well, like I want Wichita. them to do well because. It Probably helps, like Wichita State. It helps Missouri. SMU. They're nine and four. They could get a bid too, but they've got a. They like SMU. Have to. They can maybe only afford two more losses the rest of the year. One maybe. I don't know. I think college basketball as a whole is down. When the ACC is down and the Big East is kind of down, the whole product's kind of down. As a- yeah, but you make up for it by just shoving in a bunch of teams from other conferences. The Big Ten, so like every Big Ten team and Big Twelve team is going to make the, the Big Ten's fucking- projected. To, the Big Ten's projected to have ten teams in the fucking tournament right now. The Big Twelve's projected to have seven. Even the SEC is projected to have six, which is fucking crazy. I mean, just looking at the AP right now, if Creighton's 15, college basketball sucks this year. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Um, Your Mizzou Tigers at 18. Yeah, they dropped 18 uh, this week as well. They should have. Eh, whatever, I'll take it. They've been ranked for like two months now at this point. I'm lo- I love it. Uh, Ohio. more Pac-12 teams ranked? What is happening? What? How, how is USC still not ranked? Who cares? The rank, rankings or whatever, anyway. Yeah, I like UCLA. Any, any other Pac-12 teams? I like... No, Pac-12 is projected to get two teams in right now. Jesus. I'm East sorry. Coast Pac-12's, bias. No, Pac-12 is projected to have five teams in. Okay. I was going to say. Uh, Stanford, Colorado, USC, um, UCLA. Yeah. And depending on whether or not Stanford gets in the tournament is whether or not I think Zaire Williams plays. If he comes back. Oh, yeah. Because he can sit the rest of the season out. If you're not going to make the tournament, why, why would you? Or right. why wouldn't you? Go full Ben Simmons. Um, Ohio State at Iowa. Ohio State plus five. I'm so fucking low on Iowa right now. Give me Ohio State. Ohio State. Plus the five? Ohio yeah. State plus five. Yeah, the points. I'll take Iowa. I don't just, trust Iowa. Give me. I just. I, I don't trust Iowa. I think They can hang 100 on they, Ohio State. They can hang 100 on anybody, but I think they're a paper tiger. I really do. I really, I really hate their fucking guards. You have paper hands with Iowa? Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> Why not? Uh, Bama at Missouri. I like Bama minus three. I think they're going to outclass us pretty decently. Coming off an L. Yeah, little bounce back spot here against Missouri. Missouri's not very good. Missouri is fine. Nah. Missouri is obviously a tournament team. Nah. Missouri is veteran. Like, they're old. their guys are old, but they really are. They're like a four to five seed. But like a really uninspiring four or five seed, you know? Like they just racked up. Oh, they're getting knocked off in that first weekend. That wouldn't shock me, unfortunately. It really wouldn't. It, it, it's 100% dependent on the draw. Texas, Oklahoma State. Texas minus two. Yep. Love, love that. Mm, I like Oklahoma State there. You like Oklahoma State basically yeah. to win outright, probably? Yeah. Getting t- I mean, getting two at home. I'll take it. I'll take the two points just in case. All right. Uh, Kansas at West Virginia. West Virginia minus two. Both of them are looking to. They'll have played since then, but don't trust West Virginia. Give me Kansas. I don't trust Kansas, but I also don't trust West Virginia. But Wisconsin. West Virginia is at home, so Wisconsin, I'll take Wisconsin, Illinois, Wisconsin plus four. I like Wisconsin plus four there. I think Illinois is due for a little uh, dip. They've been playing pretty well lately. Yeah, so they're due yeah. for a dip. The Big Ten eats itself. 
That's my theory with on that. Uh, I'm going to go with Illinois, though. All right. Yeah. Uh, Illinois to cover? Yeah, I think Io is starting to... Uh, he's the kind of guy that can carry a team in the tournament. Io? Yes, yeah. he is. And Kofi, too, for that matter. Io, yeah, Io and I mean, Kofi here. They both should have probably entered the NBA draft yeah. last year, but... I, Io was, is no... I, uh, he's no fucking joke. Uh, and he looks like an NBA player. You know how sometimes you watch a college game and you see the guard and like that guard's rad, but like he's you know six two and like clearly he's a college player, even if he's lighting it up. He had twenty five against Iowa. Yeah, yeah like, he's he he is starting to prime himself for the tournament to just kind of go on a little Steph Curry run. He is like if uh he doesn't shoot the ball very well, but he shoots okay. He's fine. Yeah, he's a fine. Sh- he's not a great shooter, but like you know, gets to the hole at will. Kind of oh, he drives amazingly. He he kind of reminds me of Darren Fox a little bit. He's just yeah, he's good. He's a good finisher at the rim, and uh, he's gonna just kind of take it to you. He is. Uh, wait, what are you talking about? He doesn't shoot well. He's shooting fucking forty one percent from three this How year. How many threes is he taking though? He's not. He's he, not, he shoots he's not threes, launching dude. threes. He fucking is eighty one a lot. <laughs> like he shoots. Or I'm sorry, that was free throws. Uh, he shot 55 threes this year. Like, he doesn't... What's he averaging per game? Like, three or four? Yeah, that's that's decent. That's okay. He shoots well enough. You have to respect it. Right. You have to... Like, you can't leave him alone on the arc. Right? Like, you have to get out there and and fucking guard him. Uh, no, man. He, yeah, he is absolutely the type of guy. I, I can't even say it's depending on Illinois' draw. Just because it's more just depending on like how on fire this guy decides to fucking be. I think they get more locked in closer to tournament time. I think it's more. Yeah, I mean they got the they got the the skill. They got the the guys in place to just make a deep tournament run. And and uh, he's. I think it's just kind of like focusing in and being all in on like a like a single you know weekend or two. Yeah, and and he's the type of dude also like him specifically that. He, like he's fun, right? Couldn't you just see him being like the tournament darling? Yeah, like I said, everyone's I like, oh, fucking oh, Io, man, fucking shit. You know when they uh they shift between him and Garza? Yeah, and Garza scores but forty a game. Garza's gonna be gone by the Sweet Sixteen, and Io might make an Elite Eight. So like, I don't know. He he seems to me like he he's gonna have a lot of uh, what is that video at the end that CBS always does. He's going to have a lot of time in that. One shining moment. Yeah, one shining moment. One shining yeah. moment. He's going to have a couple fucking highlights in that for sure. Um, I wonder if they're the, going to do that this year. Why wouldn't they? I don't know. That different year. It's You can edit video in a pandemic. Yeah, I know. But like, do they want to like continue those traditions when it's a untraditional year? I think they probably will, yes. Okay. We still had Christmas. Probably still have one shining moment. One shining moment. That's what we all came for. Dan singing. Tennessee, Kentucky. I like Tennessee minus two. It's Tennessee at Kentucky. Give me, give me Tennessee minus two. They're the better team. Fuck it. Ah, no, fuck it. Kentucky. Outright. Oh, fucking dirt peg, Dan. Cal, po- Cal Perry's going to have the boys making a run here soon. Yeah. Coaching for his job. And by that, <laughs> he's just coaching... You never know, man. They might do something fucking weird and stupid, like win the SEC tournament and then just go crazy. They could fuck around. They, they, have, they, they have really the talent. They got the. They have the talent. It's the fuck. They, five stars. Kentucky could fuck around at any moment. Either that, or they just power fuck the NIT. <laughs> like just something insane like that. Hey, man. Sometimes it's better to win the NIT. It's never it saves your job. Look at Chuck Smart. Win. You win the NIT, and now now look come at back them. As a top now they're five probably program. a Final Four team. They've got a decent shot anyway. Uh, Underwatch. Just these real quick. These are games, in case you don't listen every week, um, where you should... They're going to actually be brutal to watch. Yeah, probably. And they might not necessarily be bet the pregame under. Sometimes it's watch these live lines because maybe it's a team that can score a lot playing a team that plays slow. So you might get a couple quick threes and then the line fucking shoots up and then you can Because that's what... like the So all these live betting systems are like automatic they're yep robotic whatever yep. uh so they overreact really quick and uh yeah you can get some good prices well and the fucked up thing is is that like the pregame lines which are well thought out take into account the fact 
like all of this, mm-hmm. yet the live lines don't care. Because there's not like little tiny elves right. punching in the numbers. Thank God. Trying, well, thank God. Well, we don't know. <laughs> Maybe there are little tiny elves in Vegas. <laughs> if there was ever a place to have like tiny elf slave labor. Like where else are dwarves Vegas. getting employed? Because obviously Hollywood, Hollywood is closed. Yeah, Disney well, World. Disney World is open. Disneyland yep. is closed. Well, Disneyland sucks. Nobody goes there. Well, Disneyland's the original. Yeah, I know, but it's like it's smaller than a Six Flags. Disney World is a, a city state. But where else you can you can enter midget wrestling? Yeah, that, that's one option. Yes. Or maybe you go to Vegas, be an elf, laborer. and you go run, you run a little elf live betting sports book. Yeah, maybe we think it's computers though. I don't think maybe not. Little Keebler elves. Just punching in numbers, reacting, <laughs> watching every single game. Oh, Io hit a three. <laughs> I, think, I think it... Get it quick. Prove me. I mean, you don't have to prove that it's not happening, right? Yeah. Anyway, like I said, sometimes it, just, it depends on a lot of things. But anyway, these are the unders I like either live or pregame, but watch it live, really. All right, I'll, I'll give you a live reaction because I haven't seen any of these. Okay. Um, Illinois, Indiana. Illinois scores. Indiana plays super slow. Indiana has its own form of Bennett ball. What's the over-under? Uh, I, don't, I didn't even write them down because I don't remember. But it was like, like both teams in the 70s. Mm. Yeah, Indiana's like, they're going to score 60 points a game. Yeah. Hold you to 65. Lose that game. Uh, like U- that. USC at Stanford. Stanford also slow, good defense. Williams is out. USC uh, is good, but they're not. Amazing. When is that game? These are in order, so these are like Monday, Tuesday. USC, because uh, I want to hammer USC for the just the line. Yeah, I'm gonna throw that in. Right it now. wasn't a big line. Yeah, uh, I don't remember what it was. Let me just fucking find it real quick. I guess. Why does? Fuck it. We'll do it's it. Tomorrow live. at eight. Tomorrow at eight. Tomorrow at eight. Yeah. So give me. Give and me they're a one point there. favorite. Wait, how did I have that in there? Yeah, USC is a one point favorite. Yeah, I'm gonna hammer Take USC. Take USC against Stanford, 100. percent right um, fuck, I can't believe I forgot that. Penn State at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is borderline Virginia-esque in their pace of play. They're slow as shit. Penn State has an overrated offense. It is statistically really good. Penn State kind of sucks balls every yeah. year in basketball, so. Penn State sucks, but they have like a statistically somewhat impressive offense uh, that kind of inflates this. I love, I love the under there. Ooh. Tennessee at Ole Miss. Aside from against Kansas, I don't know how they scored so many points against Kansas. Tennessee has been, outside of that game, uh, pretty cold. Ole Miss uh, sucks and I believe plays slow. Michigan State, Iowa. You're Michigan State, <laughs> Iowa. Just in Michigan State here? Essentially, yes. So I assume Iowa will score quite a bit. I'm not sure Michigan State will score anything. So, no, probably not. Yeah, so I like it just because I think Michigan State misses their mark. Iowa hits their mark. Michigan State doesn't. Okay. Uh, Virginia at NC State. Two slow teams. I mean, that game, the, Virginia NC State could be like 52 to 50 mm. type of shit. It's going to be gross. Wisconsin to Illinois, same exact deal as Illinois, Indiana. Wisconsin plays great defense, plays slow. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. Illinois, Il, the, the Illinois, it's the type of thing where Illinois can score, but I don't think they'll score as much as they should on this defense. However, they will probably get some spurts, right? Like Io yep. maybe goes off for like six in like a, a minute and ten seconds, that type of shit. Sure, and, sure, and sure, sure. Pumps up the score. You can kind of rattle these. UCLA off. USC uh, rivalry game. USC, like I said, good. Not like I like them, but like they're susceptible to shit. UCLA plays slow as fuck. Then Iowa at Indiana, same explanation okay. for Illinois at Indiana. And then I'll give a pick out tonight. Uh, so you know the hardcore fans here in the uh, live chat can get a game for tonight uh by the time this goes out audio probably game's over but little homer bet okay ucf plus nine against memphis oh yeah you don't like memphis i don't like memphis you don't like penny hardaway don't like memphis just put a hundo on my knights shitting on memphis just shitting on memphis shitting on Memphis. yeah fair enough uh, and now it is time for our favorite segment, especially now that we've declared a Hauser Brother winner for the rest of the week, or for the rest of the year, I mean. We're going to have to come up with a different segment to fill that Yeah, to fill the Hauser Brother segment, because Joey Hauser's dead to us. Um, 
our future real estate agent of the week. And this one's a good one. As in, he's a really good college basketball player. But he will not be a professional, college, uh, professional basketball player. Why do you say that, Rob? At least not in the NBA. Why? Um, well, Jordan Bohannon, a guard at Iowa, uh, is only six foot one. You don't ideally want to be six one and a white guy. No, no. He's from Marion, Iowa, uh, which is a quaint little town. Yeah, his uh, looking here. He has no draft prospects. Surprising. Surprising. No. Yep. No draft prospects. Um, he is averaging nine points a game. Nine point six, almost ten, almost double digits. And it, pre- in previous years, he has averaged double digits uh, in points, and he plays twenty eight minutes uh, a game. So he's he's on the court. He's a lot of court. Number and three on the court. Number one in the greater Iowa City market. But here's why I think he'll be a real estate agent. And we're talking uh, private, you know, homes for families, that type of stuff, right? Residential, not, no, not business. You don't think he's, well, we, we all know that, uh, you know, commercial real estate's on the way out. Yeah. With everybody working at home now. Yeah. He's going to be residential. And uh, I'd just like to read uh, a bit from his LinkedIn page okay. to, to show you that he's going to be a great real estate agent. Same way he works hard and grits. He's going to be a real house rat. You know what I mean? He's a gym rat now. He's going to be a, I don't know. Like he's going to show up at your, at your yard the first day your house is officially Ooh, on the market. Got a nice three bedroom, two bathroom, 1,800 square feet in Iowa City for 194000 This is nice. Good Lord. That wow. Nothing. That's nothing. Eight, yeah. 1,800 square feet is a little small, I guess. If you, if you have a family, it's small, but whatever. All new hardwood. So you think he's going to stay in Iowa City? Why wouldn't you? I don't know. Maybe he goes back to Marion. How far away is Marion from Iowa City? It's a suburb of Cedar Rapids. Mm. So, I mean, it's, you know, he's, it's a suburb Big of... Big city boy from Cedar and Rapids. It's actually, and Cedar Rapids is just north of Iowa City. Had to look that up. But yeah. Uh, I, you know, I think, he, I think maybe he goes back to Marion. I mean, with how close Iowa City is, you can just bounce back and forth. There. He might work, both, might work both cities. Right? Just hop up and down Interstate 380. Be a snowbird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Head south to Iowa City for the fucking winter. But uh, a little bit from Jordan's um, LinkedIn page Ooh, here. Yeah. Let me give you some skills. Mary's a little bit more expensive here. We got a three-bedroom, two-bath, 1,600 square feet. So smaller. Thir- uh, $332,000. Where? In Marion. It's a nice suburb, I think. Good schools. Look at this guy. I mean, he's a respectable young man. Ties a tie pretty well. Has a nice smile. Just you get a bigger this. house in Iowa City for half that price. So yeah, he'll probably go to Marion just to you know get that commission. Yeah, fuck yeah. You want to make ten percent on Marion prices, obviously. Yeah. Those Iowa City. So yeah, no, that makes more sense. Go and I mean, lis- listen to his LinkedIn page here. Right, skills and endorsements. First off, English. Okay, so he speaks English. <laughs> That's huge in Iowa. Yeah, huge, huge. That's all they speak there. Is English. Yeah. Uh, secondly, marketing. That's his skill and endorsement. Well, great when you're at, a real estate agent, it's all about how you market yourself. Yeah. Great at marketing. Great at marketing. Okay. Invest in yourself. Yes. Not GME. Uh, he's also great at training, which we, of course, know. He's a basketball player. Knows how to train. He can train in anything. Just broad, across, across all avenues. You can he's train yourself train. to play basketball. What else is he training? Dogs? Anything. No, he can be trained. Oh, he can be trained. Yes, like a dog. He, okay. can, he, can, he can be trained to do anything. Gotcha. Um, industry knowledge. Okay, so this is the type of industry knowledge he has. Uh, strategy. He has knowledge of strategy. Like, what kind of strategy? Doesn't get into it. Just strategy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's kind of like a little Charlie Kelly-ish. Yeah. It's just like, what are your interests? Other industry Magnets. knowledge. Entrepreneurship. Of course, yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, he actually lists himself, grad student at University of Iowa, aspiring entrepreneur, which entrepreneur is French for Midwestern real estate. Entrepreneur is just, you know, being able, being an entrepreneur is being a real estate agent, being a hard money lender, just taking those properties and making them pay you. And it's investing in yourself with these properties. Yeah, I That's agree. A true entrepreneur. 
and uh, he has some good interpersonal skills. Do you as think well. he'll wear like a black bean or a black uh, turtleneck and go in and give seminars about being not, an He's not a mime. No, he's not going to wear a black turtleneck. He's not going to go Steve Jobs on it. He will wear a suit that was not tailored from Macy's. Oh, I'm talking about like when he actually gives these speeches to other future entrepreneurs. Yeah, no, he'll still wear a shitty suit at some Radisson, but yeah. Does he have a side hustle where he's also selling timeshares? You know, he's definitely... His wife is going to be selling cosmetics of some sort over Facebook. Some type of detox tea. Yes, yeah, 100%. Um, and they're going to have a nice life. They're going to have a bigger house than I'll le- ever live in. Granted, it will be in Marion, Iowa, but... You know, Are we ha- sure that's a real place? They'll have two beautiful kids. I believe Dan kids. is under the impression that Iowa is not a real place. Uh, well... The other Dan. It has yet to be proven. I've never been. Definitively. I've never been either. I don't, I don't really have any reason to and go I to Iowa. I grew up in a state that bordered it. I've never been. But I just, like, why would you want to go? Or I don't know. What reason would there be? Like, you didn't have, like, a soccer tournament it's in like Iowa? Indiana with less meth, basically. I guess, Like right? a nicer Indiana. You know what is weird about Iowa? You know what there's a lot of in Iowa? Is Indiana not nice? We might, we might be making a trip to Indiana. No, so. Indiana. I'm sure that, like... I'm sure that Indianapolis is perfectly nice the way like a new strip mall and a nice suburb is nice, but right, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but it's not, it's not like Highland Park, Dallas nice or anything. Um, anyway, oh, I would want to get Bahannon's last uh, couple of things here. He has some interpersonal skills as well. Okay. Uh, communication, which we kind of knew because he speaks English. He speaks English. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... I, I suppose that's a bit of, uh, he's kind of doubling down there, a little redundant, but whatever. And team leadership. Team leader. So, yeah. Is he a captain or? I don't know, probably. He says, these experiences in college athletics help me learn about people and the best way to come together to accomplish daily tasks. He has hard work characteristics also. And he garnered much experience in the athletics industry through his sport. I think after we're done this show, I'm going to have to endorse him for uh, I will endorse leadership. him on every fucking yeah. thing he has, especially English. I, I'm convinced he speaks English. Better than I do. So, yeah, no, he's getting that whatever LinkedIn like is endorsement. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. You got any, any final thoughts for this week? I saw, like, I can't feel bad reading his LinkedIn. Like, like this is, he's clearly, like, a sweet, smart kid, but, like, and my, my fucking LinkedIn. And Do you think res- he tries overseas or he just kind of gives up on the dream? Uh, no, I think he tries overseas. Why wouldn't you? He could easily play somewhere overseas. I couldn't play overseas. Yeah, but he could. It's true. He plays D1 basketball. Yes. Yeah. And you didn't. But I'm the same height. You have a diarrhea disease and we're in a frat at a fucking G5 school. Hey, man, playing <laughs> intramural Greek league. It's the same as playing D3 basketball. Everybody knows that's that. That's probably accurate, yeah. <laughs> not At like the largest school in the country, yeah. It's yeah, like the same that's, not, that's not wrong, to be honest. That'd be, that'd be brutal. That'd be even more insulting than like, I'm trying to think of this, like having like a high school team beat like a high school basketball team, men's beat like a WNBA team or something like that. Mm-hmm. So having a fucking frat team at UCF mm-hmm. just dominate some D3 men's team. That'd be brutal. We, we that'd, could. That would just be. We probably could. Well, not my fraternity. We sucked. Uh, we were 500. But someone. But hey, I was a leading scorer on a sub 500 team. Yeah, you were. Uh, I was racking up numbers. Like kind of like Andre Iguodala on the on the Sixers back in the day. I was I was Devin Booker before the Suns got good. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. But yeah, Jordan Mahanan. Just getting my resume point. and LinkedIn were way more cringe than yours when I was. Fucking 23. At some point, we're just making fun of children. We're John, we're Cheney's here, right? We're John Cheney. We're sending in the goons. Yeah, we're just, we're just being mean to kids. Is what we're doing. Can you break his arm? We're hurting kids. Yeah, just yeah. Hurt, hurt that man. Oh, fuck. Anyway. R.I.P. To the R. I. P. great, Cheney. wildly mediocre John Cheney. No, he was a good coach. Uh, but anyway, yeah. For uh, Dan Regestra, I'm Rob Box. Please. Uh, go to the Drinking Bros Sports feed. Leave a review. That's how we get ranked. Not just our show, but Ross and Dan's NFL shows. Yep. Uh, Dan Giorgio's you um, 
UFC shows. I don't say UCF. I hate that those are so similar. I know. I and that you're too. involved Trust with me. both. I know. Um, Trust me. It's, it's super annoying. Upcoming baseball shows, the spring and summer, all of that fucking shit, all of that stuff. And then, of course, gets more listeners if you leave reviews. Our history podcast. Yeah. Softcore history. Check Softcore that out. history will be up tomorrow. We're recording tonight after this. Um, Going in on Enron. Tonight. Yeah, we're talking about Enron tonight. Uh, please like and subscribe and listen to that as well. Had a great episode last week, too, where we just listed off all the fucked up shit people used to say about Catholics in America. Mm-hmm. It was pretty mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. Had some good stuff on that. Um, but yeah, man, like and uh, subscribe on the Drink Bro Sports uh, podcast feed. Uh, and obviously, su- subscribe to the YouTube. Download the fucking DraftKings app. Download the DraftKings app. The DraftKings app is awesome. You can win a ton of money for the Super Bowl. Win a ton of money every week. Especially, by the way, people don't play college basketball as much as like NFL and shit like that. If you listen to us and play, do the opposite of what we say. You'll win money. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. You got anything else? No, go Knights this, tonight. At least cover the nine. Sure. Uh, I mean, if you can't cover nine. We can cover nine against Memphis. Yeah, if you can't right? cover nine, fuck off. I agree. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma is also playing tonight against Tech. I like that game. Last, Might uh, put money on that game. Who do you like? In that one? Yeah. I think I took seven Oklahoma. And a half, right? Oklahoma was the dog, seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, a, I'll weird, take OU. that's a weird fucking line. Yeah. Um, with that said, I'll take Tech. I, I, do I, like I know the, I said I'll take Oklahoma earlier in the podcast. I'll take Tech there. Honestly, you know what I might love? Because I forgot those guys were out. It's the under. Mm. All right. Because Oklahoma's school dumps in buckets but missing two guys tech defense i'm gonna check that under right now uh anyway for dan for jester i'm rob fox see you next week and if you listen to our history podcast we'll see you twice tomorrow.